We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app oh my goodness it's time for center stage all things arts and entertainment we just believe you ought to know about it and there is so much that is happening we have some great guests that um, great guests tonight that chris tubbs um, found for us and i really appreciate it let me tell you a little bit about what we're going to talk about. Christmas at the Local features a cast of Twin Cities and Lottie Da favorite actors, including Joy Dolo as the narrator, and an ensemble of actor, singer, instrumentalists, including Finnis Bynum, Spencer Chandler, Bradley Greenwald, Elizabeth Reese, Matt Riley, and Quinn Shadko. This new work celebrates uh, their support of female voices like composers Chastity Brown, Lover, and Ceres Matthews, and the great poet. Dr. Maya Angelou, and is a delightful example of Theodore Lottida's signature ability to combine story and song in exciting and unexpected ways. And that's spoken by Alyssa Adams, Associate Artistic Director and Director of New Work. Now, a group of locals gather to raise a glass and play a tune, calling forth the spirit of the holidays as part of a piece featuring Dylan Thomas's beloved poem, A Child's Christmas in Wales. And it's about his snowfield boyhood memories with music by Welsh singer-songwriter Ceres Matthews and composer Mason Neely. Christmas at the Local also highlights the longing for amazing peace with lyrics by Dr. Maya Angelou, set to music by Twin Cities' favorite singer-songwriter Chastity Brown. She really is remarkable. Developed as part of the 2019 Next Festival, a key component of Theodore Laridad's New Works program, Author-turned-improv-comic Joy Dolo helps blaze a new trail for performers of color. I am so excited about that, Joy. And by the way, she's, again, actor, improviser, hater of mayonnaise. (laughs) Joy Dolo (laughs) is an artist in Minnesota. She has worked on stages all over the Twin Cities and and have done it for over a decade. She's an educator and an improviser. She is a co-founder of Blackout Improv, the first all-black improv group in Minnesota. Just want to say thank you so much. (laughs) And she hosts American Public Media's podcast called Forever Ago, a history show for kids, for children. Oh, my goodness. You have done so much. I I could keep going on and on and on about you. Welcome, Joy. How are you? Oh, thank you so much. You know, I'm kicking it. I'm just doing the dang thing. (laughs) (laughs) I went on, on the site and I saw all of these beautiful faces of color from the lightest skin to the darkest skin. And I almost started crying. I was so excited about it. Tell me how this came to be with all of these people of color being a part of this. 
Yeah. So, you know, when we started the next festival, you know, Peter talked to me about being a part of a child's Christmas in Wales. And I'm like, what do I know about Wales? I'm a black right. woman from Minnesota. How does this right. have to do with me? But, <laughs> but during the process, you know, we were talking about the essence of the play. And that's how theater really gets us all involved, right? The essence of community, the essence of our families and our traditions, and what brings us together every year. And Maya Angelou's poem um, of The Amazing Peace talks about this amazing ability that we have during the seasons to forget all strife. Everything in the world calms down for a moment, for 24 hours. And how can we bring that peace every day for the rest of the year and into the next year? And so I think this play really highlights the nostalgia of being a child and Christmas time and the memories that you think you remember a certain way, but it might be actually different. <laughs> and then also yeah. like Carrie giving the audience something to take with them after the show. And the thing for me is, what did they take away? Did you get a chance to talk to people at the end of the show? And did they say to you, this is what I gleaned from this work and it changed my life or it, it gave me more insight into where I'm moving towards, you know? Right, right. Well, Dylan Thomas, the poem that we're using, he uses a lot of visuals with his text. And so I think what people are taking away from it right now is that they're starting to reimagine themselves from the perspective of a child, like how things were simpler and funnier, and they just uh, made sense to us in the way that we knew how, and that's what they're taking away from it right now. And I think when we do this new development that we've been working on for the last few weeks that opens December 2nd, um, we have the Maya Angelou poem to bring out to kind of like question things of like, you know, the, all the things that are going on in the world that are so hard right now, and we can't wrap our brains around, and how can we just give it up to God and just let it be what it is and just trust that there is a greater peace inside of all of us to bring that. And that's what I'm going to try to give to people starting December 2nd. If you say you're trying, you do. You do. You don't just try. You do it. Um, in fact, when I was mm -hmm. reading a little bit about you, um, that you live in St. Paul with your husband and two cats. Oh, I'm so allergic to cats, so I can never give you a hug. I'm sorry. Oh, and though she pays. And then it talks about you paying your taxes with her stage work. And that in itself says a lot. That sentence says a lot because so many that are doing improv or even those that are in theater don't always make a living. Right. They don't always make yep, enough. Yep. And so thank God for what you're doing. And um, tell me about how you pulled all of these actors together. Right. So I was uh, invited in. So I, I kind of showed up and they were all here. So a lot of these folks that are in the show have worked with Latte Da in the past. Bradley Greenwald, Quinn, Phineas, yes. all those guys. Jason Hansen, who's our musical director, he's uh, been involved with that for a while. But with Blackout, for example, we were the first black improv troupe, like you were saying. And these people were just actors in my life that I knew were funny. Some of them had some comedy in the background. And I'm like, you know what? I've been doing improv with all these white folks. God bless them. They're great. But I feel like there's something different that happens when a group of black people are on stage together. And you see that with Blackout. You see it with Penumbra. You see that Capri stage. There's an essence that we have as black people. And when we get together, it's undeniable. And that's what Blackout brings to the stage. Okay, so this is something that you don't do just one time. You you guys come together, and you I'm sure you're looking at pieces far into the distance. And I'm just curious mm -hmm. to know, do you all come together to decide what you're going to work on? Yeah, yeah, we have a lot. We have a lot of uh, communication between us. Like you know, there's a lot of Slack conversations, early morning coffees, that kind of stuff. And we also have people reaching out to us through Facebook and emails and personal emails. So just trying to organize the schedules and getting it all figured out. And then also it depends on what's going on in the world too. Um, especially with comedy, you kind of comment on what's going on and with to add levity. But a lot of it can be tragic. So it's like, how can we take what's going on in the world right now and add some levity, but also give the black perspective to it too? So that's kind of what it. we do during our meetings. <laughs> 
I love it. And of course, the Star Tribune wrote about you. They say that you are funny, gifted, and black. Uh, Twin Cities actor becomes a double threat as improv mm. comic. What do you say yeah, to that? Oh, yeah. oh you know, I, I just feel really blessed. You know, I really, when I was young, I decided at a young age that I just want to go out there and be me because I felt like there's a lot of people telling me that I cannot do that in Minnesota. So I told myself I, I will be what I want to be and I will make my own way. And I'm just so happy that people are so gracious and picking up what I'm putting down, you know, and I'm going to keep doing it till I can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because you got to do it, right? You have already yeah, been yeah. given your your <laughs> instruction. Go for it. That's yeah. what I say. Um, and then, of course, you... Um, you said that improv is scary and terrifying and all of the horrendous nightmarish fantasies that an actor could have. Have you mm -hmm. had that experience? Every time I step on stage, my dear, like there's always, there's, you know, we all have the imposter syndrome of like, you know, not, not like, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I, not if worthy. I great. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not worthy. Exactly. But then when you get out there and you practice and you know what you're doing, all you can do is trust in yourself and take that leap. And that's what improv is. That's what theater is. I tell people as people that are nervous about speaking in public or have any kind of fear, just take that leap and trust in yourself and put that fear aside and do it because you will surprise yourself and you will change people's lives when you do that. You know, your life is already changing stuff for you. Um, some people mm -hmm. may, may hear that and say, well, of course, all our lives are changing. But let me tell you, what it says here is that um, Dolo was asked to substitute for a shorthanded public policy show. I had never mm -hmm. been more afraid, you said, but I did it. Mm -hmm. And shortly after the show, I informed them that I had never done any type of improv before. And they said yep. I was a natural and the rest is mm -hmm. history. Was that the change? Yep. Was that the turning point for you where you said, yes, I am all of that and then some? Yes, ma'am. You know, that's one of the many turning points. I think the biggest one was when I was in sixth grade and uh, I was really like, you know, I was a young black girl in Fridley, Minnesota, and I was so shy and young and, and just scared to speak. And somebody came up to me and asked me to be in a play. And I said, no. And he's like, I'm going to see you after school. And I'm like, OK. <laughs> and um, I went and I tried out for this play and I got the part. And like I, I conquered a fear then. And something in me, it started to really build my confidence. And I was like, I can say things and people will listen and they will react. And I, uh, it just gave me so much confidence. And I think that was the first step. And throughout my life, since that moment, I've been taking little tiny steps each time. And the more you do it, the easier it gets because you recognize the fear and you can name it. And you say, I know what you are and I can conquer you. And that's, that's the secret essence of it all. Anybody that wants to be in theater or in the arts or any kind of thing, you got to just keep going because those are the ones that are successful. A lot of people stop because it's hard and you're broke and you got to eat ramen for two weeks straight. But if you keep going, <laughs> you can make great things happen. Isn't that the, tr the, the, the truth? Mm -hmm. Joy Dolo, narrator, actor, New Work is the name of it. And, of course, uh, the members, uh, those that are involved in all of this, of course, Chastity Brown, Teller Gerland said hello. Is there any more information mm -hmm. that you have about what is happening, when it's happening, so that we know? Yes, yes. So we opened December 2nd. That's our first date. Tickets are selling fast. We're already 70% sold out. So if you want to come, please buy tickets ASAP. Um, and it's not what you think it is. A Child's Christmas in Wales, it is the text word for word, but we are doing something beautiful. We have a live a musical event that happens on stage. Everyone's playing music live, and it is gorgeous music. We're singing Welsh. There's choir hymnals. There's some really fun songs. And there's a beautiful Maya Angelou poem at the end as well. So please, please, if you can, I'm so proud of this show. Please come see it. What time and what is the website? 
It is 730, uh, starts 730 on uh, Wednesdays through Sunday and 2 o'clock matinees. And the website's Latte Theater, LatteDa.com. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much for, for joining us tonight, Joy. What a pleasure. You. Your name fits you. It really does. Take care. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break, everyone. And then coming up next um, for our guest is Sandy Bourne Barrett, the, the, the talk of the town, stages artic- artistic director. Love her. Can't wait to interview her. That's coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back, everyone, to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We just believe we ought to know about it. And here's the thing. Uh, I am excited to interview this woman. I have known her now for a long time, and I love some of the work that is happening over there at Stages Theater. Um, Sandy Bourne Barrett, uh, Barrett, sorry, let me say that again. Sandy Bourne Barrett is the artistic director and CEO of the uh, Stages Theater Company. She's been there since 1990, allowing her to pursue her passion for theater production and education along with community building theater serving young audiences young audiences and it really is quite remarkable how successful she has been several awards have been awarded to her and to the theater and I just hope she will be there for a whole lot longer Sandy Bourne Barrett welcome back to WCCO radio Wow, well, that is quite an introduction, Gerilyn. You deserve every <laughs> bit amazing. of that, dear. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I love, I look forward to talking to you all the time. I do too. And I'm always amazed at how far you guys go with your productions. I have seen a few of them now. In fact, many of them. And I keep saying to myself, wow, Gerilyn, you need to like let everybody know with children because the audience is filled with children and people of color and parents of color. And, you know, I went to, took my um, grandson to this the one that was in the black box, and I can't remember the mm-hmm. name of it. He loved that show so much. We And he just oh. was trying to tell me about it in his own language. He just loved <laughs> it. Yeah, and so now you have, um, that is performing right now, Rudolph. And my daughter was supposed mm-hmm. to bring my grandchildren the other day, and all the whole, whole schedule got messed up, and she wasn't able to bring them. They were so disappointed. But I promise oh. you I will get them there to see Rudolph. 
Well, I'll tell you what, they have some time because it runs till December 27th. So it just opened this weekend and it was, I was there this afternoon at our pay what you can performance. And Carolyn, there were close to 700 people in that theater. And it's been a long time since we've had close to a sellout, but our pay what you can was filled with audience members kicking off the holiday season at stages. And that makes me really proud. So it's Rudolph the Musical. Tell me more about it. It is literally the claymation that we all grew up with Aww. on stage. It's amazing. And these actors bring such life to these characters. But it's not one of those pieces of theater where you saw the movie and then you went to see the play and it just didn't, you know, it didn't resonate. It didn't look the same. We, what you will see on that stage is exactly what you would expect. The songs uh, that you have heard and grew up with, Holly Jolly Christmas, Silver and Gold, you know, sung by Burl Ives. We are Santa's elves, everything that you expect. Clarice's song about There's Always Tomorrow. It's it's all in this musical. And I, I'm telling you, I it every time we do it, and this is the third time, um, third time. the audiences just love it. And that's why we bring it back. Here's what really uh, moves me is when I watch the faces of the children on the stage. When we went to see Elf uh, a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, it was just so remarkable. My grandchildren still talk about that, my granddaughters. And I'm just uh, curious to know what has been the youngest on the stage um, at Stages Theater so far? Sure. Um, we start auditioning kids for most of our shows at age 10. So at the age of the ripe old age of 10 years old, they can audition. And we have several 10-year-olds in this uh, production. Several of the young people playing elves are um, 10 years old, all the way up to we have um, quite a few adults in this particular show. Um, And most of the adults are back for their third time playing the roles of um, Sam the Snowman, Yukon Cornelius, um, and Santa and Mrs. Claus. So they love this play and they enjoy um, the fact that they are bringing to life this classic uh, mm. um, movie. So it's it's just beautiful. Well, I love it. And I'm going to tell you a secret, Geraldine. Yes. Rudolph yes. flies in this show. Oh, no. Seriously? <laughs> yes, seriously. You That's are going to awesome. want to come see this one. He flies. Oh, no, I'm coming. One. I'm coming. I'm, <laughs> I, I got to bring my granddaughters. I don't know about my grandson. He's so young. But my granddaughters, absolutely. We're going to make that happen. Now, this is running through December 27th, after Christmas, in fact, uh, through December 27th. It's recommended for all ages um, based on the animated television special that you just heard her speaking about, mm-hmm. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And, of course, there are songs. There's music. There's dancing. There's so much in this piece. What is your favorite thing? What is what is the main thing that you you think of and go, wow, that's great? Well, I'll tell you what. The fact that uh, Rudolph flies every time the audience is delighted by that. We have a and we also have a a really giant giant puppet of Bumble, the abominable snowman, 
who is yeah. <laughs> has, yeah, so it, he comes up and kids are just like whoa and 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 yet they're not that scared of him because there's just something about the the fact that he's got these friendly eyes and I guess they're used to seeing him on their screen but it's really fun because he's pretty massive and I watch the eyes in the audience just go boom but all of the puppetry we this is a show that has uh, master puppetry in it the land of misfit toys is all puppeteered um charlie in the box dolly the spotted elephant um and so the kids really look at this and it's just such a unique piece of theater uh that they can see themselves in the story of being a misfit or feeling like maybe they didn't belong and then finding their place in the world. So there's a lot, there's a lot of favorites for me in this particular show. And of course you have some great shows coming up too. I'll have you back on to talk about some of that, but we are talking about stages theater company. And of course, uh, Sandy Bourne Barrett is the artistic director and the CEO. They are doing great work. Get your children out. How young can they be to come and see this? I'll tell you what, today, Geraldine, there were kids that were lapsed. They were in lap passes, so they were under oh. two. And they, one one guy came out, he was in the second row, and he had the littlest kid, I, I mean, like under 12 months. And I said, made it through the whole thing, huh? And he said, easily made it through the whole thing. This show does have a short <laughs> intermission. So there yeah. is a, um, it runs about 75 minutes, but it does have a short intermission, so they can get up and walk around a little bit. It's a completely doable time frame for even the youngest audience members. Yeah, so now you got to give us the website. It's www.stagestheater, and it's spelled T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot O-R-G. Tickets are going fast, and I'm not just saying that. So um, I wouldn't wait. This is uh, our literally our most popular show ever. Well, if you don't see me, if you don't see me there, I promise you, so I'll tell somebody, tell her that I was here. I am looking forward to it. You take care Thank of yourself, you. Sandy. Keep doing the great work that you're doing. Keep it up. I appreciate you a great deal. Thank you, Geraldine. You too. Take care. Take care. All right, everyone, coming up next, you do not want to miss this, Jamesia Bennett. She is like five women on the stage at one time. Seriously. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. My goodness. I'm excited to introduce to you, and uh, so many of you know of her and her incredible talents. Her name is Jamesia Bennett, and she is in the big show Disney's Beauty and the Beast at the Ordway, and you do not want to miss her. She is playing the role of Mrs. Potts, and I am honored to have you tonight. How are you, Jamesia? I am great. How are you? Hello, Twin Cities. I'm so excited. Your daughter sounds just like you. If I didn't know any better, I would think you, you were Paris. <laughs> amazing. Is she, it's amazing. And she is so talented as well. My goodness. Okay, Beauty and the Beast. First of all, did you love the piece when you saw it, when Disney first did it? Oh, my God. I just remember, you know, watching Beauty and the Beast um, the animated film, and, you know, we all, uh, every young girl wants to wear that beautiful dress and, you know, fall in love with the prince and take it away from there. But I, I, I'm i so excited about this show. I don't know what to do. This is going to be an amazing, magical show at the Ordway that the Ordway has put together, and I'm really excited about it. 
Yeah, some really great people that are uh, joining you on that stage. Of course, it was, was I think it's Rajani Katura who returns yep, to the Orbway from her new home in New York. And then there's Broadway leading man, Nathaniel yeah. uh, Hackman, who is um, and make his Orbway debut as the Beast. And then there's you yep. as Miss Potts. Now, you, yep. with your voice alone, whether it's the speaking voice or the singing voice, it's just remarkable. <laughs> you are a remarkable woman. Which one do you love to do most? I between acting and singing, mm-hmm. um, probably, you know, probably both. Um, I really love I love the acting world because the acting world keeps me humble, keeps me um, in the in the arena of working with people and taking direction. And over in the singing world, I'm in control. <laughs> so. <Yeah>, right. <laughs> No, I definitely, I definitely stay close to the theater world because you know, it, I mean, humility is is always a good thing, and I always want to stay humble so that I can um, be able to work with people and continue this journey um, in in the theater world. Well, I tell you, um, the music of this particular piece, I love the music of this show. And, and every oh. time I start singing a little bit of it, my one of my granddaughters, she's only five, and she'll start singing it with me. She loves Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Do you think this yeah. is a piece that a five-year-old should go to? Do you think it's something that wouldn't frighten her or that sort of thing? You know, this is a family show. I mean, of course, you know, watching the animated show, you know, they have some um, they have the wolves that are in there. You know, they have the beast that does come out, you know, so they are aware of that. And, you know, of course, up close and personal, it'll be a little a little frightening, but it's, it's, a, it's a play. And, it, you know, it's just the excitement and the, and the magic that happens. So this is definitely a family show. I would bring all of the children we're excited. We're going to do a couple of school shows. We're really excited about that. This yeah. is definitely a show for your entire family to go to. Like back in the day when, when theater was, you know, tops to bring your family to, We this is our first show here at the Ordway since 2019. So we wanted to do a show that could in, involve everybody. So, yes, absolutely. Bring every one of them, grandmothers, grandfathers, children of all ages, you know, definitely bring them to the Ordway for this show, Beauty and the Beast. Well, I'm excited um, that you're in it. I'm definitely coming to see it. I'm trying to get my tickets now. The tickets um, are available, of course, at theordway.org. Um, now, I also yeah. want to mention that Thomasina Petrus is in this. T. Michael Ramble is in this. Oh, <laughs> I'm sitting here reading these names going, What? <laughs> Yeah, it, this it, must be really, so exciting. Oh, my God. And that's what I really love about the Ordway. This show has definitely opened up um, the the arena for a diverse, beautiful cast of amazing principals. And, um, of course, Maurice plays, uh, T. Michael plays Maurice, which is Belle, Rajanae's father, uh, father in the show. And then Thomasina plays uh, my counterpart. She plays the wardrobe in this show. So it's definitely a show for, you know, our our diverse community to come out and enjoy 
every every spectrum of color in this show. And it's so beautiful. It's it's just so beautiful, Jill. And I cannot wait till you come and see it. Michael Heitzman, um, which is the actual the director, he put together a piece that is just unstoppable. He also did our forty second street and I was in that show too and he also did that. So I was so excited when he when they called upon me and they told me that he was directing. I already knew it was gonna be magical once I heard his name. I was like, Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, when you are singing um, on the stage or in rehearsal, you're singing these songs. Yeah. Tell me what's your favorite yeah. one. Well, it will probably have to be the song that um, I sing that Mrs. Potts sings, and that is the classic that song, song that remembers, and that's Tale is Always Time. I love that song. And oh, I can I imagine too. that you don't sing it necessarily as Mrs. Potts. <laughs> I don't you know the words hit different for me. You know, I think this, um, we are in a time right now where these words are definitely, um, they, they, they hit different. So I'm singing the song, but it's so many, so many beautiful things that I'm thinking about when I'm singing that song. You know, some of the words are saying, you know, um, you know, bittersweet and strange, finding you can change and learning you were wrong. You right. know, it, we've been through so much here in the Twin Cities. It's like, I, I love the words of this song and I'm excited excited to sing this song because I'm going to sing this song. I know you are. And I can't wait to see you. You know, I don't know who your understudy is, but tell them to sit down. Just sit down. Just wait. Just wait. Because <laughs> yeah, I want to see you. I want to come oh see you. And I'm so excited for the cast. You have some really great people. Uh, Jorianne Castle and and um, Philip Taratula and Max, yeah. I can't even pronounce his last name, Walsh Tanowicz. Yeah. I can't even yeah. get it in there right. But there's the, the cast is already quite remarkable and the ensemble yeah. is too. So I will be there to see you. I want everybody to come see it. If, if people want more information, where do they go? They can definitely go to ordway.org. And the tickets start um, at $41, and they're available right now. Right now, oh, they can start. I didn't see that. $41. I never saw 41 <laughs> They start at $41. They have to So they can All go right. on there right now, you know. So, um, oh, I've been on the site. Trust me. I've already been looking at my tickets. I'm still looking at those prices going, ooh, ooh, what day can I do that? <laughs> so, I will yeah. see you there, Jamesia. Thank you so much, Jill, and I love you so much. Congratulations, honey. Congratulations. This is big. Um, I'll be there. You take care of yourself, okay? Yes, I will. Thank you. All right. Good night. That is Jamesia, Grammy Award winner with The Sounds of Blackness. You do not want to miss this show. So many great actors that are involved in this. It's a musical. You're going to have a blast, and your children are going to love it. All right. We're going to take a break and come back with our final guest in center stage, and I'm excited to speak with him as well. We'll be back, and I'll tell you all about him. Welcome back, everyone. As we wrap up this hour of Center Stage, I'm excited for my last guest. I don't think I've ever met him before, but I'm very curious about this song that he is releasing. His name is Taylor James Donsky. Of course, um, he has a single being released at the Astor in Minneapolis. Um, he's a songwriter, multi-instrumentalist. Um, he's celebrating his new single called What Do You Think of Love? And he's joining us right now, right here on the John Schuster uh, Caldwell Banker Hotline. Welcome. How are you, Taylor James? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing very well. I don't think I've ever had you on the show. I don't think I ever have either. Thank you for having me. I'm very, very oh, appreciative of it. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, no, November 25th is the day that your release comes out, and you are performing at the Astor Cafe on that day as well. Do I have that correct? 
That is correct. Yes, you can uh, you can hear that song uh, online and well, I guess around the world as well. Um, but we're excited to bring it live to the uh, the Astor and uh, bring a bit of that uh, flavor to the uh, to the stage there. Well, this is the first single from your album, and it's um, it's called um, Rock Infused Album Joyride is the name of it, and it's catchy track. Yeah. It's perfect for Americana and college radio and so much more. And I want you to tell us about the song and how it came to be. Yeah, that song is a bit of a smirk, I guess. I guess I kind of say, I like to tell the audiences I play for that I'm singing about your jaded friend who's been around a little too long. And uh, <laughs> that person who maybe has been singing their songs a little bit too much, maybe, and maybe every once in a while they should turn around and sing someone else's and just kind of go with the flow from time to time, which is a lesson I've sort of learned over my many years of playing music. Is sometimes you just got to like the songs you like, even if it's not uh, quite in the uh, wheelhouse that you sort of set yourself in right you know what i loved um, that's written in your bio information it says whatever happens next you'll still be you i'm gonna like hold on to that because that's exactly what we need to hear especially those of us who create the creatives right and you are one of those when it comes to this Mm -hmm. single that you've written tell me why you wrote this particular one called what do you think of love well that's always been a big question of mine you know, uh, for a long time, I didn't really quite believe in it. And for mm-hmm. a long time, it took me uh, it took me a bit to uh, warm up to the idea of it. And uh, it was always a question that people asked of me, and now I ask it of everyone else uh, whenever I need to dig a little deeper and, you know, meet uh, more than halfway on, on some relationships. It's always been a, uh, an enlightening experience. Well, you are celebrating this on Friday, November 25th. The show begins at 9 p.m., correct? At the Astor Cafe? Right, and the the Astor Cafe Cafe is located at 125 Southeast Main Street. Uh, Most of our listeners may know exactly where that is. There are still tickets available by any chance? I believe so, yes. You can go online and reserve your table right now. Oh, well, there you go. (laughs) There you go. Um, some of the musicians that were involved in this particular song, can you tell me a little bit about them? Yes, well, I'm working with some uh, wonderful musicians in the cities here. Um, we had uh, Alexander Young on drums, who's played with, I think, about everybody who's ever lived. Um, we've got uh, Andrew Wozniak, a wonderful guitar player, uh, playing with uh, the New Primitives and uh, Dirt Train. Uh, i also got my uh, friend Julia Bart, she's uh, singing along with me on the track. Uh, she works mm-hmm. with a group called Mama Caught Fire. And uh, Dave Mailing, um, who's worked with Galen Lee and various other um, uh, musicians from uh, here to Duluth for many, many yeah. years, is playing keys of all sorts. Yeah, B3 organ, Wurlitzer, piano, oh, yeah. zither. I mean, wow, it's pretty impressive. And then Jason McClone is a recordist, engineer, and mixer. And, of course, they always add all of the um, the special pieces, you know, those special sounds to it. And I'm just curious to know, you, you do a whole lot. You do vocals, acoustic guitars, bass guitar, vocals, and glockenspiel. Do I have that right? Glockenspiel, yeah. Yes, I was actually, I was actually borrowed a, uh, an orchestral glockenspiel from a friend of mine. Who um, who works with uh, the Minnesota Orchestra? I needed that. Uh, I needed that uh, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Born to Run sound, and I was uh, I was on the search for it. I have access to many uh, what they would say like a children's grade or, or elementary school grade Glockenspiels, but uh, my friend came through Eric with the uh, with the orchestral Glockenspiel, and that was a it was a grand old time just playing that thing. Beautiful. 
Yeah, I can imagine. Um, you know, it took a long time for you to release this song. You wrote this song during the pandemic, 2020, correct? Yep, that is true, yes. It was one of those songs, you know, I found myself, I had just released an album in 2020, uh, January of 2020, that is, and I found myself um, all of a sudden quite inert, unable to move, unable to go anywhere, tell anybody about mm-hmm. anything. Um, and I tried my best, but um, I think all songwriter, songwriters at that time kind of turned inward and so I was a part of a few songwriter uh, songwriter circles and songwriter um, uh, challenges to write songs every day and all that stuff, all online, of course. And, uh, this is one of them that kind of came from that. Would you say you are a prolific writer? Um, well, you know, at the moment, um, I would say that, yes, that's true. I'm not sure. To, I can't speak to the quality of the music at the moment, but I did spend from January to June writing a song every single day. Um a, a very large challenge that I'm still kind of suffering under the weight of trying to figure out what, what to keep and what to let go. Right. What to keep and what to let go of. That is a very difficult question for any of us as artists to answer right away, but you seem to have the answer down and you know exactly where you are and where you're going. And I'm looking forward to hearing the, the song more and more. I'm going to listen to it about four or five times and try to glean exactly where you were in your head uh, during that time. It has been a pleasure having you join us tonight. Thank you so much, sir. I mean, this is a big deal. And um, I'm glad to meet you, Taylor James Donsky, vocals, acoustic guitars, bass guitar, vocals, and glockenspiel. And the name of the song, again, is What Do You Think? No, do I have that right? Let me get that right, Gerald. Don't mess that up. What is the name of the song again? What do you think of love? That's it. What do we think of love? I'll be pondering that tonight for sure. You take care of yourself, sir. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Thank you. Be well. All right. You too. Well, there you go. Hopefully you can get it just about anywhere, everyone. Thank you for sticking and staying with Center Stage. And the Mom and Michael Hour is next, but he won't be on with us. But we'll have some fun. Stay tuned. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.